just a guy and his journey back to God. As I had mentioned in previous uh, podcasts, there were challenges that I was having within my own life where my relationship with God, my time with him, I just hadn't been very close and that I even I thought I had forgotten how to love and and really how to pray, how to do so many things that I had known in the past. And so I'd really fallen quite a, a ways away. And like I said, I'd never become, you know, what man would call evil, having done really bad, bad things, broken laws and all that great stuff. But I had fallen far from God and really questioned whether or not if I even knew how to love anymore. And that was one of the things that I was trying to do. I was trying to trying to get back closer to him so that at the very least he would open my heart and my mind to him and therefore uh, be able to really relate to others correctly. And that, that was my prayer for this week was to see others as God sees them, as his created being that, that are perfectly made in such an infallible way or in a fallible way, but still loved by the creator of the world. And I don't know about you, but for me, music can really play a significant role in my life. It can open my heart and my mind to new things. And so can obviously prayer in the Lord. And I went through, I was talking to a family member. We're having some ch- a challenge with a wonderful person in our family who's, who uh, unfortunately doesn't really understand that how much God loves them has had some emotional challenges um, and is now struggling with whether or not they want to stay in this world. And it's incredibly difficult to deal with and sad. Um, This is a very talented person, very kind person, very smart, but has become convinced over the last couple of years with all the isolation they've gone through and everything else that they really don't matter. They miss who they once were because now they started taking a lot of medications and uh, they miss who they were and they're struggling. And so, you know, it's one of those, those issues. And I think about what they're going through and what I've gone through and what potentially others are going through right now. They say depression and anxiety is through the roof. Um, with the pandemic and all the isolation, which is part of the reason for Just a Guy. And, you know, this podcast, the webpage that's built, and the things that are being done is to try to remove some of that isolation. But there's really is a, a, a war out there. There is a war for people's souls, their minds, and their hearts, and their value. So many of them don't feel valued anymore. They don't feel like they really matter. And that's the furthest thing from the truth because God really loves them. He loves you. He loves me. And I was listening this morning to Mercy Me, the song, The the Hurt and the Healer, I think it is. Um, And the, the lyrics that really struck home were, I'm alive. A part of me has died, but you have, you have healed me, and I'm alive. 
And that's a bad paraphrase on my part. But that's the gist of it. And that God is lifting us up. And that he lifts us up. That a part of us does die at times to what we have done. But it's also we die to ourselves. And we live for him. And so, really, you know, that's that part of us that, that ends, that we give up voluntarily, makes it so that we can move forward with him. And no matter how broken we are, how messed up our life has become, what bad decisions we've made, what errors are out there that we own, we're alive. And as long as we're alive, there's hope for us. And God will heal us. He wants to heal us. And he wants to hold us close and give us a wonderful new life. And so it really just struck home, and I encourage anyone who's struggling. God loves you. You're not alone. You're alive, and as long as you are, as long as you're alive, there's hope. There's hope, there's healing, and there's new life. So I encourage anybody who's, who is out there, who knows of someone, Walk up beside them, walk with them, and help them out, because God loves them tremendously. He loves you, and he loves me. So, anyways, with that, <laughs> you know, um, today is a, is a new day. We uh, are, you know, I'm striving to see people as God sees them, and I'm really doing my, my best, and what's, what I found is it's almost like fasting. That, you know, every time I was, you, when you fast, you're, you're hungry. And that reminds you of why you're fasting and you say a prayer. And, and viewing people as God views them, it's really one of these things that every time I see people right now, it's like, oh God, how do, how do you see them? And I, I change my conscious perspective of w- w- looking at them and what they, what they mean to God. And again, I'm not about to claim I'm doing anything remarkable. I'm not saying I walk around loving everybody and thinking everyone is, you know, a saint and a peach. But it has improved my perspective on life, and it has pr- pr- improved my perspective on people, and it's softened my heart quite a bit. So it's interesting. Like I said, I kind of consider it like fasting. It, every time I see somebody, especially if they've irritated me, or or even if they haven't, it just makes me sit there and it brings me closer to God because it's like, Lord, how do you see him? And so I'm talking to him more and more each day and throughout the day. So I hope your, uh, your goal that you're striving for your Monday and this week, um, endeavor is going well. And, uh, I really encourage you just keep moving forward. Don't beat yourself up. None of us are perfect and we're far from it, especially me. And uh, I'm just so glad you're here. So with that, we're in uh, chapter 14. It's still a, uh, a follow-on to, you know, God's wrath and perspective and anger towards Babylon and the king of Assyria and all of them. But when you get in, when we get into it, you're, it, we'll actually also cover off on, it covers Satan, how Satan wanted to be like God and uh, how he's fallen from the heavens. 
So with that, we'll start with uh, verse 1. The Lord will have compassion on Jacob. Once again, he will choose Israel and will settle them in their own land. Aliens will join them and unite with the house of Jacob. Nations will take them and bring them to their own place. And the house of Israel will possess the nations as men servants and maidservants in the Lord's hand or Lord's land. They will make captives of their captors and rule over the oppressors. On the day the Lord gives you relief from suffering and from turmoil and cruel bondage, you will take up this this taunt against the king of Babylon. So obviously they're in a very good place if they can now taunt the king of Babylon. How the oppressor has come to an end, how his fury has ended. The Lord has broken the rod of the wicked, the scepter of the rulers, which in anger struck down peoples, with unceasing blows and in fury subdued nations, with relentless aggression. All the lands are at rest and at peace. They break into singing. Even the pine trees and the cedars of Lebanon exult over you and say, Now that you have been laid low, no woodsman comes to cut us down. The grave below is is all astir to meet you at your coming. It rouses the spirits of the departed to greet you. All those who were leaders in the world, it makes them rise from their thrones. All those who were kings over the nation, they will all respond. They will say to you, you also have become weak as you are, as we are. We have become, you have become like us. All your pomp has been brought down to the grave, along with the noise of your harps. Maggots are spread out beneath you and worms cover you. You have fallen from heaven, O mighty, O morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You who said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly. On the utmost heights of the sacred mountain, I will ascend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. But you are brought down to the grave the depths of the pit so you know a lot of people will say that's that's um, a description of satan he was the morning star he aspired to be like god or to be better than god and yet he is unable to yet he is you know he's used or elements of his world the king of babylon is used to inflict pain and suffering but eventually that rod gets broken that suffering ends there is always an end to the suffering. And when you think about how Satan wanted to become like God, so many different religions talk about how we can become either gods, godlike, or as gods of our of the you know, our own being. And that's really the greatest sin in my humble opinion is thinking that we can be like God, not that we serve him and he uses us, but that we become God-like and we become like a God. And I know it's a fine point. I know it's a, you know, it's, it's parsing words and language, but I think there's so many elements there. There's only one God. We're just part, happen to be part of his family where he's adopted us in and allows us in and then loves us and empowers us. Chapter or verse 16. Those who see who see you stare at you. 
They ponder your fate. Is this the man who shook the earth and made kingdoms tremble? The man who made the world a desert, who overthrew its cities and would not let his captives go home? All the kings of the nations lie in, a, in state, each in his own tomb. But you are cast out of your tomb like a rejected branch. You are covered with the slain, with those pierced by the sword, those who descend, descend to the stones of the pit. Like a corpse trampled underfoot, you will not join them in burial. You, for you have destroyed your land and killed your people. Pretty big um, caution for, for our leaders also. The offspring of the wicked will never be mentioned again. Prepare a place of, to slaughter his sons for the sins of their forefathers. They are not to rise to inherit the land and cover the earth with their cities. I will rise up against them, declares the Lord Almighty. I will cut, cut off from Babylon the name and survivors, her offsprings and, de and descendants. I will turn her into a place for owls and into, into swampland. I will sweep her with the broom of destruction declares the Lord Almighty. A prophecy against Assyria. The Lord Almighty has sworn, Surely as I have planned, so it will be. And as I have proposed, so it will stand. I will crush the Assyrians, Assyrian in my land. On my mountains I will trample him down. His yoke will be taken from my people, and his burden removed from their shoulders. This is the plan determined for the whole world, for the Lord Almighty has proposed, and who can thwart him? His hand is stretched out, and who can turn it back? A prophecy against the Philistines. This oracle came in the year King Ahaz died. Do not rejoice, all you Philistines, that the rod that struck you is broken. From the root of that snake will spring up a viper. Its fruit will be a darting, venomous serpent. The poorest of the poor will, will find pasture, and the needy will lie down in safety. But your root will destroy will be destroyed by famine. It will slay your survivors. Wail, O gate, hallow city. Melt away, all you Philistines. A cloud of smoke comes from the north, and there is no straggler in its ranks. What answer shall be given to the envoys of the nation? The Lord has established Zion, and in, in her his afflicted people will find refuge. So there's a lot there. Basically all the oppressors of Israel... Um, find um, you know destruction God br meets it out and he uh, you know basically brings them low I would just encourage all of us <clears throat> I don't understand all the scriptures all the time I don't understand a lot of the symbolism but what I do see in here is you don't you don't try to claim what is God's is yours what God has done, you, you it's because of you. I see that in my own life. I've seen that in others. But when you submit to him, give him the credit, So much, your life is so much better. My life is so much better. So with that, I'm going to close with quick prayer. Lord God, thank you for this time. Thank you for these friends, for these people. I just pray that, that you would watch over each person. I pray that you would hold them close, let them know that you love them, that you're guiding them, that there is hope at the end of the end of the day. As long as they're alive, you are, you are there for them. I pray that you would hold them, give them insights, support them, 
Surround them with your Holy Spirit, with your angels. Put people in their lives who love you and know you, and that they would find your grace and your mercy. Walk with me. Help me to understand what to do. Um, just as you know, I pray this is the same thing for me. I just pray that you would watch over all of us. Hold us close and give us peace and understanding and meet each person here where they need to be met. It's in your son's name I pray. Amen. Have a fabulous day. Take care.